Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today, uh, featuring an awful lot of results from around the world. And let's start off with uh, one of my favorite boxers, uh, Big Big Baby Anderson, who's had to change his uh, nickname to the real Big Baby Anderson. Jared Anderson, we're talking about, and heavyweight contender, is now 3-0 with 13 knockouts. Did I say 3-0? 13 and 0 with 13 knockouts. Uh, yep, scored a victory on the weekend by uh, clobbering Jerry Forrest, who's now 26, 6 and 2, with 20 knockouts of his own. And therefore, Anderson captured the WBO International and WBC Silver USNBC titles with that dominant victory. Uh, we've been big fans of uh, Jared for at least two years. And uh, we certainly look forward to him clobbering uh, a UK or European heavyweight contender in the next little while. Uh, but headlining that particular card was junior welterweight contender Tiafimo Lopez. He's 18-1, 13 knockouts. Uh, this is at the Madison Square Garden. And he, he, uh, he earned a hard, earned a hard earned. Hmm. Let's, uh, let's put it this way. He won <laughs> over Spanish southpaw Sandor Martin, uh, who's now 40-3. and three. 13 knockouts in their 10-round uh, final eliminator for the WBC crown. So, uh, you know, a split decision. Uh, one judge had it 95-94 uh, for Martin, while the other two had it 96-93. So, um, you know, Lopez moves forward, though. And the former lightweight king was originally scheduled to fight Jose Pedraza, uh, but a non-COVID-related illness forced the Puerto Rican contender to pull out of the fight. Martin immediately accepted the opportunity on three weeks' notice, and uh, there you go. Great fight, great fight night. Let's have a quick look. Yes, that's right. There's one other uh, fight I want to report on, actually two. Uh, rising junior middleweight prospect Xander Zayas is now 15-0 and 0 with 10 knockouts because he defeated Alexis Salazar, who's now 25-5 and 5 with 10 knockouts, via unanimous decision following eight rounds of action. Zayas, therefore, retained his NABO 154-pound title and captured the NABF belt in the process. Uh, the Olympic silver medalist Keyshawn Davis is now undefeated, 7-0, five knockouts. And he passed the toughest test of his career uh, by soundly defeating three-time world title challenger Juan Carlos Borgas, 35-7-3, by the way, 21 knockouts. And that was uh, via an eight-round unanimous decision. We did have a couple of uh, fights on that undercard. I'll just mention them quickly. Uh, Irish Southpaw Joe Ward is now 8-1, scored an eight-round unanimous decision against Frederick Julian. Uh, undefeated Polish prospect Damian Knaiba, who's now 10-0, six knockouts, dominated Emilio Salas en route to a TKO win at 1 minute 56 seconds of the second round. And a, a U.S. Olympic standout Tiger Johnson is now 7-0, uh, five knockouts, scored a fifth-round knockout technical victory, technical knockout victory over Mike Ohan Jr. Uh, and we were thinking Mike might have won that one, but no. Anyway, that uh, that wraps up Madison Square Garden's uh, fight night, and uh, quite a fight night it was indeed. Anyway, I want to move along quickly to uh, Omaha, Nebraska, where uh, Terrence Crawford uh, was going into a pretty big battle. Uh, against David Avnasian, which we've been re reporting on for the past couple of weeks, if not months. Last night, WBO 
welterweight champion Terence Crawford. So that would be, I guess, several nights ago. Uh, welterweight champion Terence Crawford, 39 and now, probably now 40, you know, I guess, or was he 38 and 04? Anyway, 39 and 0 solidified his place as the pound for pound king of boxing with a stunning victory over David Avnasian. He's now 29 4 1 in a fight that will go down in the books of boxing history. Crawford delivered a powerful knockout punch in the sixth round, literally punching through his gloves and rendering Abnasian unconscious. And believe me, if you saw it, it was true. Guy dropped like a rock. The match was a highly anticipated matchup uh, between two of the top welterweight fighters in the world. Crawford, the reigning WBO champion, entered the ring as a heavy favorite. But Avnasian proved to be a formidable opponent, putting up a valiant fight throughout the early rounds. But as I said, in the sixth round, Crawford unleashed a devastating blow that sent Avnasian crashing to the canvas. The force of the punch was so great that it punched a hole through Crawford's gloves, leaving the crowd in shock and awe. After the fight, Crawford spoke to reports about the historic moment. My coach told me to keep picking my punches and keeping smart with my punch placement. I broke him down and took him out with a punch. I've been working on ex extensively in the gym. Wow. Uh, once he landed on the canvas, I knew all my hard work and preparation paid off. I'll say. Uh, in the co-main event, by the way, uh, superstar from the MMA world, Chris Cyborg, is now 2-0. Uh, she defeated Gabrielle Holloway by unanimous decision in the fourth round. Sorry, in a fourth round, uh, yeah, four-round bout. The fight was closely contested, with both fights putting on an impressive showing of skill and determination. But a vicious left hook to the body sent Hollywood to the deck. Sent Holloway to the deck in round number three. Holloway, though, did recover and made it to the final bell. Cyborg triumphed and remains undefeated in the boxing ranks. In the other big battle going on over in the UK in Leeds. IBF featherweight uh, title was torn away from Josh Warrington by Luis Alberto Lopez and shocking the crowd in the process. Lopez won the fight on tallies of 114-114, 115-113, 115-113. So it was a close, closely fought battle, but it was indeed uh, bloody. Um, now Lopez came into the fight as a slight underdog. You know, mainly because he was fighting in uh, Warrington's hometown. Uh, Warrington is now 31-2-1. Lopez is 27-2 with 15 knockouts, by the way. And Lopez had a uh, really good first two-thirds of this fight. Uh, and the Warrington charge late was just not enough to retain the belt. But I wanted to get on to the, because there was a lot of uh, criticism leading up to this fight with respect to, uh, shall we say, headbutting. Um so let's have a quick read here. As for Lopez's criticisms, Warrington said, the stigma that I'm a dirty fighter and accidental clash of heads, he was coming at me forward with his head down. And Lopez said, and said that Lopez made a right meal, overacted basically, out of some errant shots. I'm absolutely devastated to lose my title like that. I wanted to go to the States, and we're still wanting to do that. I still think we can have a big fight against one of the champions. Obviously, I'd like a rematch as well. Yeah, it was close, but I thought I won. Eddie Hearn, for his part, called it a fight of two halves and didn't have a problem with the scores. He, he said he sees a, a trip to America as possible 
uh, or, or a possible fight with Lee Wood in the future for Warrington, believing Warrington is still fighting at a high level. Um, Lopez said, I had to respect him coming into his city in front of his people. I knew he was a dirty fighter, but he still surprised me. He was hitting me to the legs, to the glutes, and the referee, and I didn't feel he did his job tonight. I'm very surprised. You have to look, look after boxers to make sure they don't suffer any injuries, concluded Lopez. It's a dangerous sport. Yep. Uh, there are many highlights. Uh, also, as we all know, and looking forward to on that particular card, was a fight between Ebony Bridges and Shannon O'Connell. And I have to say, I was surprised. I watched this fight, and uh, Ebony Bridges took it. Uh, let's have a read here. There's a yet to be a boring Ebony Bridges uh, fight that I've seen. O'Connell started well here, but after the second round, Bridges really took over, dropping shotgun Shannon in the third and just wearing her out over the rest of the fight. And I must say, she Ebony Bridges just kept on coming forward. Uh, referee Howard Foster stepped in to stop it late in the eighth. And while O'Connell, 23-7-1, by the way, obviously didn't want to be stopped, uh, Foster made a totally reasonable call as O'Connell's head was rocking around from repeated clean shots. So Bridges is now 9-1 with four knockouts and put on a hell of a fight and yet again has owned every opponent's boring criticism of her in the lead-up to the bout. If you haven't taken her seriously yet, that's on you. She's an absolute blast to watch, a warrior in the ring, and has retained her IBF bantamweight title. Bridges also wasn't completely ready to bury the hatchet, but happy to get on with the win, of course. <laughs> Not bad for a skanky stripper, I must say, Bridges said, responding to O'Connell's build-up taunts. I want hard fights. I don't want easy fights. And she came to fight. She was hungry. She was fierce. But I'm just better. And that's why I'm the world champ. I was a real how-do-you-like-them-apples moment. I'm not usually disrespectful to my opponents, but she's been so disrespectful to me, I can't really give her that much respect. She can hit. She can bang. It was a tough fight. Wow. Yeah, and it was a tough fight. And there there are some uh, great pictures and video clips abounding. Uh, just check it out. Um, coming to Toronto, Ireland's Lee Reeves has been announced as the co-main event uh, at the Rebel Entertainment Center on December 18th. Another fantastic addition to the already stacked card brought to you by Lee Baxter Promotions. Headlining the event will be Joshua Lupia. He's now 8 no, 7 knockouts as he takes on Leonardo Tyner, 35 16 and 2, by the way, in an all action welt, and it will be all action welterweight bout. Lee Reeves, by the way, he's 9 and 1, 6 knockouts. Goes head-to-head -head with Larone White, 6-5-1. Uh, back in May, you might remember, Reeves won the NABF super lightweight title after dominating Sebastian Diaz Mondonado, winning his first title as a professional live on DAZN. Reeves, by the way, was tabbed by none other than Tyson Fury as the next Irish boxing superstar, and he has all of the qualities to live up to that statement. Reeves, as an amateur stat standout in Ireland, won two Irish national titles, seven Munster championships, seven Limerick championships during his time as an amateur. And since turning professional, the majority of Reeves' fights have been held in Canada. 
Reeves has been continuing to impress with his slick style that oozes confidence, and he looks to showcase this on December 18th. Good stuff. Uh, also in that fight, you might ask, I'll tell you, Canadian super bantamweight champ Amanda Gali will be back in action. She's 6 one uh, against uh, Luz Elena Martinez. Six and three with three knockouts in an eight-round contest. Martinez is a former WBC international challenger. Uh, also, we have uh, Moe Azwandi, four and one, who is four times a Canadian national amateur champion, and he'll look to close out the year in spectacular style against local rival Marco Parente. Uh, current Canadian bantamweight champ Ross Milet, seven one and one, uh, will be getting the action underway on the night as he faces Eduardo Cruz Munoz who's 21, 18, and 1. No slouch. 14 knockouts and about scheduled for six rounds. Uh, tickets, there are some tickets. I must say, if you're looking to come to Toronto, you might have a difficult time finding tickets. But if you go to uh, Lee Baxter's site, you'll probably find that there are some platinum seats left. Elsewhere around the world, let's uh, zip along to Miami, a little further south in Toronto. One of the most exciting fighters in the world, WBC World Cruiserweight champ, Lunga Jr. Makabu, will be will be defending his title against WBC Silver champ, Noel McCallion. That will take place on uh, January 21st at the Casino Miami Jai Alai. Hall of Fame promoter Don King has called the card Let Freedom Ring, Clash of Champions. These are the two best cruiserweights in the world, said King. We're going to give Miami and boxing fans across the country another action-packed boxing card. Makubu will show the world once again why he's number one, and Mikhailian is out to prove he's the best. Wow. Makubu, he's 29-2, by the way, 25 knockouts, will defend his title for the first time in a year. He last fought January, 20, January 29th uh, of this year in uh, Warren, Ohio, winning a split decision over Tibiso Muknew. That victory was only a second defense of his title since December 19th, 2020. Um, after losing a close decision to Mains Brandy's in Chicago on November 10th, 2018 for the WBC Diamond Cruiserweight Championship, McCallion, for his part, rebounded to win the vacant WBC International Cruiserweight title in Miami on December 12th, 2020, as he stopped Jesse Byron in the fourth round. Uh, McCallion, by the way, he's a 32-year-old from Hamburg, Germany, and he became the WB Silver Cruiserweight champ in his last fight, and that February 12th of this year, as he thoroughly dominated his opponent, Yuri Kaimbre Kalanga, in a 12-round unanimous decision. So good stuff out of Don King, and uh, looking forward to that fight out of Miami. But I must move along. Let's move along to... a. Sorry, I almost said the F word there. A brilliant quote out of John Fury, okay? He says, and I quote, and this will be the end of the story with this quote. John Fury, we all know who he is. I'll retire Tommy Fury on the spot if he can't knock out Jake Paul. I'll leave it there, fans. Let's move along to Matchroom. Matchroom has announced another signing uh, to their roster. Tommy Matisse, Thomas Matisse, has signed a multi-fight promotional deal with Eddie Hearn and Matchroom. Matisse, by the way, is 23-1 with 15 knockouts. 
recorded the biggest win of his career in his last outing, taking the unbeaten record of Christian Tapia in his Cleveland hometown back in November and landed the WBC Continental America's super featherweight title in the process. Matisse floored the Puerto Rican in the second round and kept his nose in front of a, in front to land a massive victory in a vision he's been longing to establish himself in. Gunnaman, as he's known, had previously pushed Isaac Pitbull Cruz all the way in February 2020, being edged out via majority decision at lightweight in Philadelphia. And now the 32-year-old is looking to bring more big fights to Cleveland alongside his gym and stable mate, Montana Love. I'm very excited to sign with Matt Shroom, said Matisse. This is a perfect platform for me to showcase my talents and chase down world titles. I'm now fighting in the division I should be at. So now I'm here and plan to do plan to be the face of it. <laughs> wow. He's got some competition. Um, said Eddie Hearn, I'm delay- delighted to welcome Thomas to the team. Thomas is a great example of what happens when you take opportunities given to you with both hands. In Cleveland, in front of his home fans, Thomas took a gamble, beaten, unbeaten fighter, and has now been rewarded with a contract. Thomas is a lesson to young fighters out there to believe in yourself, back your ability because good things can happen. And we look forward to more big fights for Thomas in 2023. And that boxing fans brings us to an end of this episode. I, I hope very much. Thank you for joining me. Appreciate it. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. And I'll see you later on at 4 p.m. with Mike Core and Cedric Ben for their show, Knuckle Up. <laughs>